0: Hey there, I'm Daphna Chazen, registered dietitian and weight loss coach, and you're listening to the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast, a place for practical advice for women looking to balance their hormones, ditch dieting, and discover mindset shifts that will keep you motivated and empowered on your healthy eating journey. Are you ready to get started? Well, hello there. I don't know about you, but I sure am ready to get started today. Welcome. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you may have noticed that it's got a new name and a new intro. So welcome to the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Daphna Chazen. This hasn't changed. I'm still the host of this podcast, and we're still going to talk about all the practical nutrition advice that I give my clients every single day to help them manage PCOS, lose weight, and reduce their symptoms. And even though I took a break from podcasting for a couple months while I was launching my PCOS meal prep course, I hope that you're back and you're ready to get some new insights and a lot of value out of this podcast because... Things are about to get a lot more informational. I'm going to provide you with so much knowledge and tips in this episode, especially around what's going on right now at the time of this recording, which is the coronavirus pandemic. So... We have a lot to talk about today. These are definitely unusual times, unusual circumstances, and I wanna make sure that even though things feel crazy and out of our control, you still make progress, you still move forward and gain momentum, even though it's harder. Even though things are complicated right now, There's a lot that you can do to keep on moving forward. And my job, the way I see this podcast, is your go-to resource for information, for motivation, for tips, tricks, and strategies on how to do just that. So welcome back. I am so excited to be here. The break I took was definitely much needed, but I'm happy to be back, and I'm really rejuvenated and excited to bring you so much new content that's going to be even better than before. And as always, if you are not yet subscribed to this podcast, please take a few moments to do so. Hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this show. And if you've been listening for a while and you like the content and you like the information that I provide, take a few additional moments to leave me a review and write something about the show so that other people can find it and know that it's a great resource for women with PCOS. Okay, so let's dive into today's show and talk about what's going on right now in the world. So if you're listening to this recording in real time, meaning around the end of March 2020, we are in the midst of a healthcare crisis with the coronavirus pandemic. So this virus has been impacting multiple countries, most countries around the world at really large scale, and there is a healthcare crisis going on, and many people are forced to be at home, not go to work. In order to stop the spreading of the virus, our whole routine, our whole life has been turned upside down especially here in the US in the past two weeks, I feel like things have escalated pretty quickly and pretty dramatically. And a lot of us are home, our kids are home, there's no school, everything is closed. We are mandated to stay at home in many states, which can of course lead to a lot of stress, anxiety, and confusion around this whole situation. So there are many consequences that we cannot change or control right now. So if your work was closed or you were told to work from home, if your kid's school were closed and they're now home with you, places that we regularly go to, like whether it's non-essential things like restaurants or gyms or even some doctor offices, some clinics, things are closed and people are asked to stay at home. And this whole thing has a very dramatic impact on us and it can make it so that if you're prone to anxiety or even if you're not prone to anxiety, you now feel anxious, you feel worried, you feel stressed, you feel scared. And I know this not only from myself in my personal life, I think this impacts everyone and I see this in my clients. So I've been getting so many more messages about how to navigate this, how to deal with the situation. And I feel like the main reason why a lot of people feel stressed and anxious is that nobody really knows. We don't know a whole lot. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know when it's going to be over. We don't know what are going to be the implications of all of this. And I feel like being in a situation that is unknown is so scary because we don't know what to expect. Sometimes it's better to know something even if it's very negative than to not know at all. So I feel like being in an unknown situation is really a highly stressful position to be in, and many of my clients have expressed this to me. So I know it to be true, and I can understand and relate, and we are all in this together. Even though we're isolated, even though some of us are in quarantine, we're all in this together, and we can still feel a sense of community and I think we're seeing this. I think we're seeing so much goodwill and so much acts of goodness and kindness and generosity in the community right now And that's very encouraging, that's very motivating and it's keeping me at least positive. So if I do consume any news, I try to consume a good amount of what is going well, what things are happening right now that are positive and I really seek out this kind of news, this kind of information. So I watch a lot of what's going on on the coronavirus front, but I also try to see other things that are going on right now because that cheers me up and it gives me hope that we're all in this together and we will get through it. So there's always hope. There is always a silver lining. And if you're currently healthy listening to this while you're home, safe and sound and comfortable, and you have some food in your fridge or pantry, and you have the ability to connect with family through chat or FaceTime or whatever it may be, and make sure that everyone is safe and doing well, you have enough to be grateful, my friend. You can feel good about it right now. You don't have to be sucked into the negative. I want you to feel grateful for what you do have right now. Everyone is feeling the pain of this, but we can still find a light at the end of the tunnel and something to hold on to because if we can't be grateful for the small things right now, what can we do, right? And the main reason I'm pointing out to you that there are probably things that you could be grateful for right now, even in this unknown situation, is that we know that gratitude can help shift our mindset from the negative, from catastrophic thoughts, to being more hopeful and positive, and that's going to help you navigate this more healthfully, not just mentally, but emotionally as well. So what we wanna do right now is flood our brain with everything that we're appreciating, everything in our life that is going well, as opposed to flooding ourselves with stats and numbers and the amount of new cases of coronavirus in the last hour. This is not the kind of input that you wanna be flooding your brain with right now. Now, on the same token, if you need to find a direction to follow, In terms of staying healthy or your healthy eating habits, if you're feeling lost and overwhelmed and you are not sure how to go about it, for a lot of my clients, their routine is such a blessing for them. They thrive on routine, they need the routine, they need the schedule. It helps them. So even though they're busy and they're always juggling multiple things and they're running around, they're working, they're going to school, some of them are parents of young children, they thrive on that routine. They've got it down. And what we do is we work to incorporate healthy eating practices and new habits into that routine. So now what do you do when you don't have that routine to rely on anymore? For a lot of people, that could be very stressful. It can cause a lot of anxiety, and it can get them to be somewhat disoriented, right? They're not sure what direction to follow. They're not sure what to do now in terms of healthy eating. So it's really important that if you're in that place of overwhelm and and uncertainty and confusion about how to go about keeping some sort of a routine, you want to stick around because that's what I'm going to be talking about today. But the first thing that you want to do is to think about how you can shift your energy from what you cannot control. And it may seem like you can't control most things, but that's not true. I'm going to tell you why. Why? So you want to shift the energy, you want to shift your thoughts from what you can't control and stick with the things that we can still modify. What are some of the many habits that I know that you can still practice fairly well every single day and are going to help you stay on a healthy eating pattern? And my goal on today's episode is help you find what those things are so that you can step out of overwhelm and start finding that new normal that we're all craving right now. And I just wanna say that I am well aware of the fact that it's super tempting right now to stay in bed all day and order food in because we all wanna support local restaurants, right? So we can still do some of that. That is super important. I'm not gonna say that it's not, but at the same time, let's not let this be a free-for-all where we throw in the towel on every intention we ever had to stay healthy because it's a bit more challenging in the current situation. I want to challenge you today to think about what you can do right now, because if you're on a healthy eating journey, if you're looking to manage your PCOS, lose the weight, reduce your symptoms, and you're serious about it, you can use this, this time to make progress. Don't let what's going on globally to impact your own personal health journey right now. I know you'll likely get impacted to some degree. We all are, including me. Everything is hard for everyone right now, but don't let this be an excuse to why you can't stay healthy. There are still plenty of things that you can do in order to continue to progress. You can still make progress during this time. Don't let anything and anyone tell you otherwise. And one of the most important things that you can get started with right now is Reframing some of your limiting beliefs and flipping them around. And we all have them. But if you're someone who has many doom and gloom thoughts right now, you have to proactively manage your mindset and create new thoughts for yourself that are going to serve you in this uncertain time. And the way that you can do this is really simple. And I have a new strategy that I haven't taught yet on the podcast, and that's using three simple words after every time you have a limiting belief popping into your head. And those are three words that I've been using for a long time with many of my clients, and it really helps to reframe those mindsets that are hurting you. Those limiting beliefs that are causing you to stay stuck, they can be flipped, they can be worked on, and they can be reframed in a more positive way that will actually take you from confusion and overwhelm, which is usually what limiting beliefs are causing, into action. So let's take a step back, and if you're not sure exactly what limiting beliefs are, they're essentially false thoughts that we tell ourselves, and we start believing them. So there are stories, there are made-up stories that we tell ourselves about why we can't do something or why we're not good at something. And what happens over time is the more I tell myself that I can't lose weight or I don't know how to stay motivated or I always get stuck around this weight or things like that or I'm not someone who knows how to eat out healthfully, whatever it may be, These are thoughts that are usually keeping us stuck and they're now causing me to behave in a certain way that's feeding my limiting belief. So I basically start acting in accordance with my limiting belief. I start acting in ways that match that belief and that is, of course, not serving me. So I did a whole episode on this. It's actually the first episode of the podcast. So if you go back to episode number one, all about limiting beliefs, you're going to hear a lot about them and how they may be coming into play in your own life, but but right now, limiting beliefs could surface. They could definitely be popping into your head on a more regular basis, and they may sound like this, there's no healthy food in the store, so I can't prep my meals, or my gym just closed, so I'm not going to be able to exercise for the foreseeable future, Or my kids are off of school, or there's no babysitting now, so I don't have time for myself, so there's no way that I can get all my things together and do what I need to be doing. Things like this could definitely be coming into play right now, and while some of this may be true, and of course, there is some element of truth to the fact that our life is not the same right now. There is still a lot that we can do. So the three words that I want you to say after each time you're thinking something that could be a limiting belief, that's causing you to think that you're not able to do something, especially if it's around healthy eating and staying well during this time is, but I can. So there is no food in the store, but I can go to my freezer and find fish that I froze two months ago and cook that. My gym is closed and I cannot exercise, but I can go onto XYZ website or YouTube and find workouts to do at home that are totally free. Or I thrive on routine and now I don't have that, but I can create a new routine for myself. And it's totally okay if you get stuck sometimes. Sometimes you're not gonna know what I can is. You're not gonna know what you can do. But the thing is that limiting beliefs are usually related to things that we cannot control, which makes them very easy to believe and very easy to live by. This is why you want to immediately follow it up with what you can do, because those are the things that you can control. And this essentially is going to train your brain to first of all, get creative with problem solving and finding solutions in this new situation. It's also going to help diffuse the negative thoughts and channel your thoughts into a more proactive place, right? So this reduces overwhelm. So if I feel like there's no food in the store, That leaves me speechless. I don't know what to do about that. But then when I add, but I can go to the freezer and look for something that I have prepared in advance, or when I say, but I can look for a different grocery store that's maybe not near me, but will deliver to me, or other solutions like that, it immediately puts my body out of that overwhelmed and shocked state because now I have something that I can do. You cannot feel overwhelmed when you're proactive. When you're taking action, that's the opposite of feeling stuck and overwhelmed. And this is also going to motivate you to then take action, right? You have something to work on. You've come up with a solution, so let's act upon it. So starting to change your mindset using this very simple strategy, if you find yourself overwhelmed by these changes and they really feel paralyzing to you, that can bring some clarity into the things that you can do. It can really pinpoint what are some actions that would be great right now. What are some things that will give an answer to this problem that may feel like it's the end of the world, but it's not, because you can. There are things that you can do. So I think everyone should be practicing this right now and really actively manage their mindset because our tendency is to go to the negative. We have to steer this in a different direction and be intentional with what thoughts we allow to dominate our mind. I think this is helpful every single day, but especially right now in this situation, we have to be proactive, we have to be intentional, and we have to almost police the thoughts that come into our head, because otherwise we will slowly go into the negative and we'll find ourselves very deep into the negative if we don't do something about it, This simple strategy, adding but I can, can help brainstorm some new ideas for you. So definitely try it. So that was on the mindset side. On a more practical side, as far as eating routines and staying healthy and keeping with some sort of a schedule, I think the most powerful thing that is very practical that we can all do right now is come up with a new routine. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to be easy because if your routine consists of going to work, coming back, you have a very set schedule, this may feel weird. And if you're working from home or maybe your office is completely closed and you're not working at all, your day to day may look like anything but a routine right now. But what I'm going to tell you is that this can be a powerful way for you to stay focused. When we're out of our normal, when we're out of our routine, it's very easy to slip back into old habits. So what we can do is we can sit here and say, well, I don't have a routine. My only routine is going to work, going to school, coming back. I can't even leave my house. So the whole, I don't even know what day it is, which happened to me a couple of days ago. We can sit here and feel sorry about the routines that were totally disrupted, or we can think about creating a new routine that we can adopt and start practicing like a boss. And if you've been listening to this show for any amount of time or working with me, you know I like a nice step-by-step process. So I'm going to share with you three steps that you can take right now in order to establish a new routine, specifically around healthy eating and self-care And I want you to commit to trying it, giving it a shot, and seeing how it works for you. Sounds good? Okay, so the first thing that I want you to do is to think about something that I call your non-negotiables. And I want you to determine what are your three non-negotiable habits that you know are going to help you feel good right now. And these may be things that you've been practicing for a while. If you've been already making some progress in your healthy eating journey, maybe you've already started doing them. Maybe it's something like adding vegetables to your breakfast or including adequate hydration in your day, upping your water intake. Maybe it's something like avoiding sweets after a certain time of your day. Whatever it may be, these could be habits that you've already started practicing and now you're finding that they're slipping away a little bit, or maybe you're wanting to start them. You haven't started them yet, but you've been wanting to for a while. Now is a good time, especially because we have more time in our day. Most people have gained back some time from not commuting, from not having to be in meetings and all of those types of things, running around to do errands. These are all things that we cannot do right now. Use this time that you have gained back in your day to apply it to healthy eating, to apply it to a place where you've been struggling maybe, or you weren't able to make as much progress before. So I want you to take the time and identify what are those three habits that you need to be practicing every single day in order to feel like you're establishing a routine for yourself and that you're actually making progress. So of course, these things need to be conducive to what your goals are. So if your goals are to lose weight, they have to be in accordance with that. If your goals are to reduce your PCOS symptoms, if you know there are things that you have at home right now or that you're eating right now on a regular basis and they're exacerbating your symptoms... Maybe that's something that you need to create a non-negotiable around. Maybe you need to get rid of these things. Maybe you need to replace them with healthier items. These are all things that you need to be thinking about. What are the top three things that are going to help you feel like you're still on track and making progress every single day? They should be easy things to do. So it shouldn't be taking too much effort or requiring a special equipment or anything like that. Simple stuff. You should be able to perform these habits from your house every single day. And ideally, you'll know that they're going to work. Ideally, you know that these are things that help you. Again, if you've done it before, then you already know what those things are. And you may want to think back to a time where you were doing well, you were on track, you were focused, you were seeing progress, you were gaining momentum, you were losing weight, you were feeling more energetic Think about those times. What were you doing then? What three things were you doing then that you can still do now so that you can see the same result? So, I suggest you come up with a list of three non negotiables and you're gonna write them down. And in a second, I'm going to tell you why I call them non negotiables. But what you're gonna do is in step two, you're going to commit to taking 10 minutes each evening for the next few weeks to plan the next day and schedule those non-negotiables into your calendar. So that means that if you've decided that one of your non-negotiables is to eat a salad every day for lunch, I want you to program that into your calendar. I want you to book it into your calendar. When are you going to make the salad and when are you going to eat it? And by the way, this is a very important concept to think about eating at the same time each and every day can force your body into a schedule. So that could be one of your non-negotiables, eating your meals at the same time every day. Even if you're not waking up at the same time, which I do recommend that you do, but if you don't, that is fine. At least make it a point to eat at the same time or around the same time every single day. So that's a great non-negotiable. So if that's one of yours, I want you to schedule and schedule it into your calendar, book it so that it's set in stone. Again, because if you're not planning, you're not booking it, you're not planning out, everything is subject to change and it will change because when the time comes, you're not going to feel like cutting a salad. You're not going to feel like sitting down for a meal. You're going to feel like continuing to binge on Netflix shows on the couch or whatever it may look like for you. So I just want you to think about the act of planning and taking about 10 minutes the night before to map out your day can make a huge difference. Now, the reason that I call these three habits non-negotiables is that you're going to make them happen no matter what. You are committing to practicing these three non-negotiable habits every single day, even when it's hard, even when you don't feel like it, even when it's the last thing that you wanna do. You have to be committed to doing this, otherwise you will never find a new normal. You won't go into a new routine, it won't be easy, it will feel like you're white-knuckling it, and it will feel like a struggle every single day. You're gonna feel lost. If you don't have a routine or a schedule or some sort of a plan to follow, you, my friend, will feel lost, and you will struggle to keep any healthy eating habits that you have established going for any amount of time. And unfortunately, right now where we are, it doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon. We're probably looking at several more weeks of this pandemic raging around the world, spreading like crazy, and all we're going to be able to do is stay at home and just try to flatten the curve, right? So what I want you to do is think about how much longer do you want to be off your routine? Every day that you're not in a schedule or in some sort of a routine is a day that you're getting farther and farther away from your goals. That I can tell you for sure. So think about this, make these three habits non-negotiable so that you show up every single day and you perform them, you practice them, and you make them truly non-negotiable no matter what. Now, the third thing that I want you to do, so just to recap, step number one was identifying your non-negotiable, ideally three of them. Those are the habits that you need to be practicing every single day in order to feel on track, in order to establish some sort of a new normal for yourself. And these are habits that are helping you stay healthy. Number two is you're going to take 10 minutes every night to schedule them on your calendar for the next day. And again, if you did it one day and it didn't work, the next day you're gonna modify it. So every night you get an opportunity to create a new schedule. If you liked it and it worked for you, stay with the same schedule, that's beneficial. And then step number three is I want you to find some sort of an accountability method and I want you to check in daily or maybe weekly at the same time and report your progress and also to brainstorm some ideas on how to get through obstacles. So when I'm talking about accountability, it can have many different shapes and forms. It doesn't have to be one thing or you know something that I think is great. You can come up with your own. But what I think would be beneficial is to come up with either a friend or a family member, or maybe it's your spouse and you have them keep you accountable. You do accountability checks. So if it's your spouse and you're seeing each other every single day, it may be a little much to do it every day, but you may wanna do it weekly, or maybe you wanna do it twice a week. You check in with the person, you tell them how you're doing, you tell them what's working well, what's hard, and you take 10 or 15 minutes talk it out, to talk through what's wrong, to talk through what's hard, and come up with um, brainstorm solutions together so that you can continue to make progress. You can do it with a friend. If you're in any sort of an online support group around healthy eating and staying well, maybe you're in one of the PCOS support groups on Facebook. Check in there. Find someone there that you can connect with or maybe just post on there for your own accountability. Don't be shy. Who cares? You're staying healthy. You're doing the right thing. You're going to benefit from this. Don't worry about what other people think. You do what you need to do to be well during this time. You are more than welcome to DM me on IG or message me on Facebook or email me All of my contact information is in the show notes. I'm at PCOS Nutritionist Daphna on Instagram. Feel free to DM me. I'll be your accountability buddy, okay? Accountability is super duper important. And another place that I would highly recommend that you join is my free private Facebook group called PCOS Insiders, and we can all keep each other accountable over there. So if you're not there yet, Come on over to PCOS Insiders on Facebook, and we can all stay accountable together right there in the Facebook group. So I want to encourage you to start taking action, whether it's on changing your mindset, shifting your beliefs towards something that's more positive, more empowering, and more action oriented right now using the strategy that I taught you today. Or whether it's coming up with a new normal and a new routine for yourself with the three steps by identifying your non-negotiables, scheduling them in, and finding some accountability method for yourself. These are all things that are going to help you navigate this time more healthfully, stay sane, and come out the other end stronger, more empowered, and having gone through a difficult thing and have managed it well. So this is a really good way to think about it because all of this will come to an end. There will be an end to the corona pandemic and we're all gonna come out of it, but I want you to think about how. How are you going to come out of this situation? Are you going to feel disappointed about how you managed it? Are you going to feel like you're back to square one? Or are you going to feel like you just got through a really difficult thing and you managed it well? You actually did well, you stayed with it, you did everything you could, and you manage the situation given the circumstances in the best way possible. So I want you to think about it because this can change your behavior, it can change your actions, and it can certainly change your mindset around this whole situation. And I want you to know that we are all in this together. Come on over to my Facebook group. I want to support you there. And you can also reach out to me via email or on Instagram, as I said before. Okay, I hope you have a good rest of your week. And I will talk to you again soon. Bye for now.